Perfect. How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of Bear Down Uncut, the show where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, in episode number 179 of Uncut, we are back with our first mock draft just about a week before the NFL draft kicks off. We're going to try and get about three or four to you guys in this next week before the Bears end up selecting on Friday night. But we have our first one today. The Bears obviously have two second-round picks, so a lot to look forward to, a lot of different which ways they can go. So we're going to be sharing our picks with you guys today. But welcome back to the channel. Feels good to be back once again doing this consistently on the draft grind. If you want the most comprehensive Bears coverage on the web, wherever you may be listening right now, do us a favor, drop a like, subscribe, and follow. And we're going to be bringing you guys a brand new podcast every day up until the NFL draft. I'm your host, Chris Mulpey. Today, I am making my picks alongside my co-host, Parth Shaw. Parth, how is it going, my man? I'm um, doing pretty good. Um, just uh, It's 4.30 here in Indiana. Um, and the White Sox are getting smothered. The White Sox are getting smothered, <laughs> uh, but no big deal. Dallas Keuchel will be out of Chicago after this game, so thank God. Uh, Johnny Cueto is going to probably take his fifth spot in the rotation. Plus, we also have guys like Lance Lynn still hurt, so it's hard to it's hard yeah. to judge the team right now. Um, but you know, it's long season. That's the beauty of baseball, and uh, I know they'll get their things together. I think that team's still going to win 100 plus games, so not too worried. Absolutely, didn't mean to kick a man while he's down, but I'm sure we might be getting kicked while we're down tonight, depending on the uh, outcome of the Chicago Bulls game two against the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, 9:30 p.m. Eastern time, the primetime slot on TNT. Uh, should be an interesting outcome. I hope the Bulls can put up a good fight. But we're here today to talk Bears draft. <clears throat> the Bears have six picks currently slated in the 2022 NFL draft. We're going to be bringing you guys through pick by pick, telling you who we have selected in each round. So let's get it started. First pick the Bears have. Uh, normally they'd have the seventh overall pick, but they traded it to the New York Giants in exchange for Justin Fields last year. So we're starting in the second round with the seventh overall pick in that round. 39th overall, I've got the Bears selecting Christian Watson, wide receiver out of North Dakota State University. He's someone who we've talked about a lot on the channel uh, throughout the last couple of weeks. Uh, but he's someone with a really, really high ceiling, in my opinion. I think he's a really good athlete who can be that number one X split NY receiver that the Bears are looking for. He's a great athlete, uh, great speed, agility, and good body control in the air. He was a stat stuffer at North Dakota State. Uh, he's able to be a threat deep as well and has good vertical speed overall. Uh, so he's someone who ideally it seems like is going to fit in as an outside receiver in the NFL. I think that's exactly what the bears are looking for alongside Darnell Mooney. It's not the Jahan Dotson that we recorded about yesterday, someone who I would maybe prefer, but he does bring that height and that playmaking ability. And he's someone who still is absolutely going to be a developmental prospect. So this one's going to definitely be high risk, high reward. But overall, after watching some of Watson's tape, he is someone who I definitely like Chicago to end up with. And also, he's the only receiver that the Bears have really reportedly been interested in that will be there in the second round. So I went Christian Watson, wide receiver out of North Dakota State. Parth, we're going to move on to your pick now. You went a little bit different tactic than I did. However, 
uh, still got a key position of need. So talk to me a little bit about Nicholas Petit Frere. Yeah, uh, Nicholas uh, from Ohio State. Um, he had a year where he played t- uh, 2021, um, where he played on the left side. Well, in 2020, he was on the right side playing for Justin Fields. Um, he's primed to become a really good NFL player. I think he is. People are projecting him to become a starter at that left tackle position. And the Bears uh, do have holes all over this offensive line. Like, I, like I've been saying, um, the guys that we have drafted so far can play anywhere on the line. Um, and same with this dude. Uh, Nicholas played right tackle in 2020, and then in 2021 he played left tackle. And he had he has some great physical tools. Um, he's long. He's, he can do what an offensive line needs to do. And um, he played against some tough competition at uh, – in, at Ohio State, um, his worst game all year did come against Michigan when he was lined up at, lined up against guys like Hutchinson, Ojabo, and that scary Michigan team. But other than that, um, he was re- he played really well at Ohio State. They run the same offense that Justin Fields will probably be running here in Chicago or a similar type of offense. So he was someone who can just fit right in and uh, be a great starting offense tackle for the Bears in my opinion. Yeah, the Bears can use any help wherever they can get it uh, amongst that offensive line, whether that be center or even out to the tackle positions where you'd like to think they'd hopefully have two cornerstones with Larry Borum and Tevin Jenkins, obviously the second-round pick from 2021. So we haven't seen them play yet uh, that much. Borum did well fitting in where he could, but the Bears obviously, as we mentioned at the end of yesterday's video, protection is very important, and grabbing it in this draft is going to be of the essence. Let's move to round two now. Uh, An interesting uh, similarity between me and Parse draft is about to correlate, it seems. But I went the cornerback route, actually. I went with Roger McCreary. Obviously, when you take a look at the Chicago secondary right now, the only uh, real pieces they have in place, I would say, are going to be Eddie Jackson and Jalen Johnson. I think they need a quarterback, cornerback, too. I'd like to see what Thomas Graham Jr. can do there. Uh, in the slot position, but Roger McCreary is someone who overall I think would be a great fit for the Bears coming out of Auburn. Uh, Incredible quickness for him, especially in the short area. Uh, He gets physical at the line of scrimmage with other wide receivers, uh, and he's really good at wrapping up tacklers. I think that's something that's very important. Uh, And in the passing game overall, whether you put him in zone or man coverage, he's someone who has proven to be elite, Uh, plays with good feel and instincts across the field, uh, and I think he's someone who could match up really well in Chicago secondary with Jalen Johnson. A lot of the reports about McCreary have said that he could be ready and be a day one starter wherever he ends up. So I think putting him in Chicago secondary adds another cornerstone piece to that young group where Jalen Johnson only continues to excel and get better. So that is the route that I went with this pick, uh, adding a little bit to the defense before focusing on the offense for my next couple of picks. So Parth, I'm going to pass it back to you for your second, uh, second round pick at 48th overall. And you went Christian Watson. So talk to me a little bit more about him. Yeah. Um, you know, Chris obviously just talked about him as he took him with the 39th pick. Um, but like Chris mentioned, he's got a very high ceiling and that's what intrigues me. You know, the bears are looking for a guy to play on the outside wide receiver as we don't have anyone right now. And, uh, he's someone who'd come right in and, would be a pretty good fit for that. Um, he's six feet five. It's an insane height. He's got really, really good speed too. Uh, you can't you can't take those tools away from someone. And uh, if we develop him correctly, I think he can be a really successful wide receiver one in the league. Yeah, that's really going to be. 
I guess a little bit of a gamble of a pick when you take a look at some of the receivers who could be available, but Watson uh, definitely is someone who could have a really high payout. So I like that you and I both have him landing in Chicago. Let's move on now to the third round because obviously 71st overall pick, you can still find an impact player there. It's around where the bears found Larry Borum last year. Uh, so I'm going to go first here and I'm going offensive line uh, here for my first pick. Uh, up on that front. And I'm going to go with Donovan West out of Arizona State. He is a center. Uh, taking a look <clears throat> at the Bears right now and what they've done in voluntary minicamp, uh, they had Sam Mustafer split out at right guard, obviously losing James Daniels. Uh, that's a pretty big loss. They've got Lucas Patrick currently slated in at the center position there. But if I'm being completely honest, taking a look at how he played last year, I don't know if I want Sam Mustafer anywhere near this field in a starting role. So, Assuming the Bears could bring in someone like a Dylan Parham uh, who can hopefully come in and play day one or at least be prove to be better than Mustafer, you could swing Lucas Patrick over uh, to a guard position to pair up there with Cody Whitehair. And I think uh, even though Parham uh, received an average backup grade uh, in terms of a prospect grade from NFL Next Gen Stats, I still think he could come in and play well. He's a little bit of an undersized center prospect, uh, but I do think that he does have some solid strengths that could match him well uh, with the zone running offense. Uh, he was a three-year starter there for the Sun Devils uh, and has really good body control. Uh, overall, he plays with some very good leverage, even though he is undersized. So I think he's someone you could bring in into Chicago uh, and work with, hopefully could end up being the guy for you. But overall, this is a little bit of a risky strategy I'm taking, not taking the offensive line until the third round. But I like some of the pieces Chicago has there. You know, they still got Tevin Jenkins, who you're hoping is going to pan out. Larry Borum had some solid play. Lucas Patrick is a solid addition. You still got Cody Whitehair. I do think, obviously, though, there still is uh, a need to address there on the offensive front. So I went Dylan Parham here, a little bit of a riskier pick, but I think some solid value down the board. Parth, you also went with an interior offensive lineman here, so talk to me a little bit about Darian Kennard out of Kentucky. Yeah, Darren Kennard out of Kentucky. Um, he's someone who played right tackle at Kentucky uh, for, I think, uh, a couple of years. But, you know, he's going to come into the NFL, and actually his ideal role is to be a starting right guard. Um, he's someone that would I think would become an impact starter for us, uh, especially because the Bears, like Chris mentioned, have a whole right guard. I do not really trust um, Sam Mustafer to be on the interior side of the offensive line uh, coming into this year. I'd rather have Kennard, Whitehair, and Patrick take over. And uh, he was really good in the play-action game, which is something the Bears are going to use a lot with Justin Fields, um, especially with how well Justin Fields can use the RPO. And uh, that's something that they used a lot at Kentucky. Another guy who would fit right into the scheme, which would be really helpful, and also played a very tough competition in the SEC. Uh, you know, Missouri, Florida, LSU, Alabama, Georgia, all those teams. Um and there's no off days in the uh, SEC. So he's used to that tough competition uh, playing against NFL caliber pass rushers. So I think he would be a really good starter for the Bears. Yeah, that would definitely be another solid addition. I realized that I just messed up uh, in my picks. And I actually talked about, I, I was talking about Donovan West there, uh, who is actually my first pick in the fifth round. So let me talk to you a little bit. And even though I can't switch the slides, I'll talk a little bit about my actual third round pick. Uh, interior offensive lineman out of Memphis, Dylan Parham. Uh, my apologies for the jumble up there. Uh, Par or uh, excuse me, geez, 
Parham, as I'm seeing West on the screen, this is a little confusing. This was my third pick uh, overall. My last pick I talked about, obviously, uh, was his first fifth rounder. But going back to my 71st overall pick, because I already talked about my 148th overall, uh, Parham is an absolute mauler uh, out of Memphis. He's someone who was a four-year starter for the Tigers. Uh, his first two seasons were at left guard, uh, third season at right tackle, and he finished his career at right guard in 2021. He is a terrific athlete, has really solid, uh, has really solid size. He's a smooth operator uh, and has quick feet and can get down the field. Uh, and as a pass blocker, especially, his athleticism, shine, has athleticism shines. Uh, the Bears definitely need help in the pass blocking game. Justin Fields seems like he's going to get uh, his release a little bit quicker here uh, as we move forward. However, uh, it is exciting that they can hopefully bring in a starting talent in the third round. So I apologize that it says Donovan West on the screen, but that was about Dylan Parham, uh, my 71st overall pick. So I jumbled the two up there. However, we're going to get back on track now. Uh, Parth, you're going to go with your fifth round pick now. Uh, you went cornerback here, which is interesting because obviously that's a room in Chicago that is looking very thin. So talk to me a little bit about Monteric Brown. Yeah, I had to go cornerback after going offense with the first three picks. I feel like the Bears definitely have needs of positions at wide receiver, corner, and offensive line, and uh, that's what I looked to hammer. Uh, Monteric Barr, uh, Brown, uh, was a former four-star four uh, out of Arkansas. I'm sorry. Uh, he was recruited by programs like Alabama, Auburn, and LSU, uh, but he stayed home at Arkansas as Arkansas was able to beat out all those colleges. And he had 30 starts uh, at Arkansas. He was able to play some really good cornerback uh, during the 2021 season. Uh, he led the SEC with five interceptions. Um, he's an absolute playmaker. He's got really good instincts uh, and athleticism. And uh, he can immediately challenge someone to be a good starting cornerback. Um, his worst game of the year came against Alabama, which is no surprise. You know, Alabama's loaded with a bunch of talent at wide receiver, running back. Um, but his best game of the season was against Ole Miss. And uh, Matt Coral, who's someone who's a highly talented quarterback, is about to be drafted in the first or second round this year. Uh, but he played really well against him. And uh, that he also is really good in zone, um, which is something the Bears are obviously going to be using a lot more in this defense with Matt Eberflus coming in at head coach. Um, and I would be excited to see Brown uh, come into the Bears as we desperately need some corners. Yeah, any talent, once again, to that room could most definitely help in Chicago. When you take a look, that's just another room <clears throat> like the wide receiver room uh, in comparison, actually, on the other side of the ball, uh, that is just very thin overall. So a solid pick there in the fifth round, Parth. I like that one a lot. The Bears pick again two picks later at 150 overall. Uh, and this is definitely an interesting one on my behalf. Uh, I don't think it realistically happens, but uh, I, I did it for the heck of it because he was there. So I went with Matt Areza, uh, punter out of San Diego State. Uh, he is someone throughout college who was named the punt god, uh, and he has elite field-flipping talent and unmatched power. So you take a look at where the Bears' special teams currently stand, uh, a team that's always struggled in terms of special teams talent outside of Cairo Santos when they finally figured out the kicking situation. Uh, but Ed O'Donnell left. He's in Green Bay now uh, with Mason Crosby and the Packers. So uh, Patrick Scales returns, Cairo Santos returns, and the Bears currently have 
Ryan Winslow in at punter. So bringing in someone like Areza, maybe just even to end up practice squatting him, isn't a terrible idea. He had 18 punts of 60-plus yards in 2021. Uh, he also had two punts of 80-plus yards. So he had a great net average of 50 yards uh, per punt on open field punts. Uh, and overall, his punts create a strong forward bounce if they are not caught. So uh, definitely uh, going a little bit off the grid with this pick, but I do see the Bears could improve on special teams, and bringing in a good punter and playing the field position game is most definitely important. So uh, assuming Ryan Winslow is the punter for them this year, they could still use some help moving forward. So Matt Areza's who I ended up bringing in, and he was actually, I believe, rated a third or fourth round talent, obviously, Special teamers normally don't go till later or are undrafted free agents. So, Parth, I'm going to pass it back over to you as we get on a more traditional route now. Talk to me a little bit about your last fifth-round pick with Justin Ross, the wide receiver. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's no explanation for this one. I feel like the Bears desperately need wide receivers, and uh, I'm just looking to get Justin Fields as much as talent as he can. Uh, and uh, Justin Ross was someone who was highly talented coming into Clemson, and um, he just wasn't able to show – his full skill set over there at Clemson, I felt like there was times where he was incredible and there was times where he just wasn't on the field due to injury or just not getting the ball. Uh, last year with uh, DJ Ugalele, they had some troubles as well. So, uh, But during uh, high school, he was Mr. Football uh, for Alabama, um, and then he missed the 2020 season because of a surgery. Uh, but in 2021, he was a big piece for the offense, and he can play all around the field. Uh, you know, He's a movement Z receiver, so at times he can play the Z spot. And he's a big player in the slot, and I think the Bears uh, can use him really well in the slot. Uh, and he can be a great developmental piece. Uh, you know, he's not going to come in and uh, be a starter from day one, but if he can come in, uh, play behind Darnell uh, and uh, Christian Watson, if we draft him as well, uh, guys like Byron Pringle, who we signed in the offseason, um, I think he could do a great job for the Bears. Yeah, any sort of talent at the wide receiver position would be great as well. Another thin room that the Bears will hopefully be looking to contend to add more pieces to throughout this NFL draft. Let's move to our last picks in the sixth round. Not much explanation needed here, uh, but I went with JT Woods, safety out of Baylor for my 186th overall pick. Uh, I think this is a really solid six-round talent uh, who could potentially boom. Uh, he's someone who is just really, really fast. Uh, now he has problems and loses track of a lot of deep ball duties. Uh, however, he did play in all safety alignments at Baylor. So he was up in the box back there as the ball Hawk, like we see Eddie Jackson doing now in Chicago, or like we will see Eddie Jackson doing now in Chicago. Uh, the bears lost Dion Bush this off season. They brought back Deandre Houston Carson, but adding some talent to this room as well, uh, is something I could see being useful. And I think Woods is a solid prospect. He transitions fluidly uh, on the back pedal. He had nine interceptions throughout the last two seasons for two seasons for the Baylor Bears. So uh, overall, I think he's a really speedy prospect who has some pretty sticky hands. Uh, he can bounce from route to route uh, when it is in front of him. He just has a little bit uh, of trouble getting beat over the top, but that's something the Bears could look to refine. So JT Woods was my last pick in this first mock draft. Parth. Uh, it wouldn't be you exactly if you didn't include uh, an Indiana Hoosier in your mock draft. So talk to me a little bit about someone you saw play in person, uh, Micah McFadden at linebacker. Yeah, Micah McFadden, big fan of him. Uh, you know, the Hoosiers had a really, really bad football team last year, but he was, <laughs> he was one of the really good bright spots. And when I'm, when I'm saying that, I think he's a really good linebacker. Uh, he played at a 4-3 defense here in Indiana. 
which the Bears are going to look to implement this year. And I feel like that's another reason I wanted to draft him, just because of that scheme fit. And his IQ, especially during uh, in finding out where the run's going, he's always there where the ball is. He's always making that tough tackle, always working hard. And he's a really vocal hitter, uh, vocal leader in the, this Indiana locker room for the last couple of years. Um, and uh, he's he's got some potential. Um, he definitely is going late for a reason. Um, but I think the Bears could use him, especially with a thin linebacker room as well. Um, the Bears definitely cut, cut a couple linebackers this offseason. Um, and he played Mike, uh, a position that the Bears could fill up using him with the six-round pick in my yeah, uh, linebackers another room that the Bears could add some more talent to. Uh, they added Nicholas Morrow in the offseason to probably go along with Roquan Smith. Uh, but overall, the defense is just lacking a little bit. I mean, even when you look at the cornerback position, Duke Shelley might be filling in there, Kendall Vildor. So even though the primary target of this draft should probably be to help the offensive side of the ball, uh, the defensive side of the ball most definitely needs some help at a multitude of positions after the Bears got rid of a couple key players this offseason. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode number 179 of Uncut, our first mock draft. We're going to try and get you guys a couple more before the Bears end up picking here in just about eight or nine days. But if you want the most comprehensive Bears draft coverage and the most comprehensive coverage throughout the entirety of the 2022-2023 season, do us a favor, drop a like, subscribe, follow, wherever you may be listening. We're going to keep coming back to you guys the rest of the week and into next week with more Bears draft content. If you want more content from us outside of the podcast, head to our website, beardown.com. The link is in the description. If you would like to follow the podcast on Instagram or Twitter, you can find it on both platforms at Down. And finally, you can find the links to all of our personal social media pages down in the description for myself as well as my co-host Parth. You can see our thoughts on all things Bears, the entirety of the National Football League, as well as all of Chicago sports. So definitely another great way to interact with us. The links to our social media platforms, once again, are down in the description. Parshaw feels good to get a mock draft done. It has been what feels like an eternity since we've done one of these in 2021, but Always love doing this sort of content. Any last words before we sign off here? Yeah, this is definitely one of my favorite videos that we recorded in a while. Um, also a longer one, too, compared to recent videos. So it's good to get back into the full swing of things. Um, we'll have a lot more content as things start ramping up. The draft will be fun to talk about. And, uh, yeah, um, that's about it. Yeah, a lot to look forward to. A uh, lot of sports going on nowadays. I mean, we got the NBA playoffs with the Bulls, baseball getting back into the swing of things. I've recently started to watch the Chicago Fire since going to a game last week, so that's uh, intriguing getting into the MLS. Uh, but exciting to see the Bears getting their, their mini camp practices done and such. Uh, I'm sure this weekend we'll probably make a video recapping all three days. Uh, but good to have Bears football back a little bit and more in the coming week uh, when Ryan Poles finally makes his pick. So guys, it's been a pleasure to be your host. Once again, my name is Chris Malpe. More NFL draft content coming throughout the week and in this next week and a half or so. But that is pretty much it for us Bears fans. As always, do us a favor and stay safe and bear down. We'll see you in the next one. Peace out.